There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Um, okay, so good morning, everybody. You're watching Mornings with Mizzy, or you're listening to me on my podcast, The Mizzy Bender Show. It's Tuesday morning, and, well, September 13th. One week ago today, I had to close the show early because I came down with COVID, and I'm still feeling a little bit wonky, so today there really is not a specific subject matter. We're going to kind of just, like, shoot the shit, so I do hope that you come join the show, chit-chat with me for a little while, and kind of try and get things back going to the way they should be, I guess. I don't know. So, I saw that there are some viewers and stuff. Good morning, Frankie. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. How is everyone doing? Let me tell you something. What a fucking whirlwind. Um, first, let me start out by saying, any of you who have gotten any of the variations of COVID prior to this point in time. I have so much empathy, so much sympathy, and I don't even know what all the adjectives are, honestly, to tell you the truth, because for those of you that have had, you know, round one all the way up until now, I don't know how you survived. I honestly don't know how you survived. There were some really dicey moments over these past couple of days. And um, even today, like sitting here, like my brain clarity is really not that straight. I tried having some eggs this morning, so at least I could try and get some like functionality going, but I don't know. It's all really a little bit foggy at times and definitely still feel really weak around uh, my entire body. So we're just gonna fucking chill this morning and we're just gonna chit chat because I can't put together a program, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's been a really long couple of days, so let's map it out for you. On Tuesday morning last week when, um, you know, I set up the morning show, and I, I wasn't even that. It was like this morning, in the morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, wow, you kind of feel like a little bit weird, right? But I was like, whatever, you'll be fine. Go get your coffee, journal, do what you normally do, you'll be fine. So I was like, all right, girl, you got this. And that's what I did. So I, I woke up, I had one cup of coffee. I did pour, and like I did brew another cup, uh, but it sat in my podcast station for probably up until yesterday, I think I found it. But like I was, I was sitting there doing the morning show and I was like, as time was going on, I was like, oh my God, I just felt my body temperature rising and rising and rising until like almost like eight o'clock in the morning halfway through the show I was like I gotta go I can't I can't do this I when I hung up my sister was here because I don't know if I'm if I had I don't know if you remember but I was saying how my sister just purchased a new house so she is she was supposed to be and I'm really sad that it got all fucked up but she was supposed to be coming to my house in the morning in between drop-offs of her children because one has to go you know like now per se and then the other one has to get dropped off like an hour later so to avoid her driving back and forth she it was coming to my house so she was spending the time here and I was really looking forward to it because we finally just got back on to a really good schedule of seeing each other after this whole fucking COVID debacle um, because you know, she was like pretty germaphobic and very fanatic about everything that was going on with COVID that our our interactions like dissipated. We were doing Sisters Fridays forever and through the entire pandemic that just, you know, all went away. And even up until like a couple of months ago, I would probably say it was only until like last month that she really started to join the real world again and we really started to kind of like get our flow going. So, of course, when she was here with my niece, and then all of a sudden I'm not feeling good, I'm like, oh my god, I like 
automatically got like a little bit panicked because I was like, I don't want there to be any repercussions on, you know, them for being in my household and there being the sickness going through here. But at that time, I didn't honestly know what was going on. I shut off the podcast and I just went right from one room into the other. I looked at her. I was like, I can't even. I was like, I don't feel good at all. I need to lay down and I'm, I'm out of here. And I didn't even look twice at her. I didn't look at my niece. I didn't do anything. I went right into my bed. Probably like 25 minutes later, the body aches that started to go through my soul were torturous. I feel like it hurt from the inside out and the outside in. It was awful. There was nothing that I can do to make that go away. I was like in and out of the shower trying to figure out whether or not the water the water would like soothe my skin i even shaved at one point in time because i was like oh my god i think that these like shivers are making my hair grow and then like touching my leg hurt hurt tremendously because i had like the little pricklies so i had to like force myself to like shave at one point in time in the shower because i was like this is too much it was really really tough it was really really awful truthfully and that probably only lasted one whole day. That body ache was like maybe subsided towards like nine, ten o'clock at night where it was like really aggressive. The next day I felt like maybe I got hit by a bus instead of a train and it was really difficult still to function. But um, when people say to stay hydrated and to make sure you eat, that's a fucking challenge. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but trying to like force feed is really difficult. The whole thing was really, really tough. As much as I even thought that I was drinking enough, apparently I was not drinking enough. And trying to eat was really tough too. So what I thought I was intaking was really just not enough. So by the time Wednesday came, I guess I was like all out of sorts and things were not great. Um... Wednesday night came, I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'm going to try and eat something. I was doing everything I possibly could to try and figure out the things that I could eat, that I would want to eat. I don't know. So Spencer had gone to the store and he was like, what do you, what would you want? I figured, I don't know, I'm thinking, like, get me chocolate mousse or something. I don't know where you get chocolate mousse from. I didn't even want chocolate mousse, but there was just something about the fluffiness that maybe seemed like it was going to be okay. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what, change it. Just get me some like chocolate ice cream or something. Because like everybody's sick, you want ice cream, as I figure. I still didn't want it though. I didn't want anything. But he did. He got like all sorts of stuff. Come back, you know, I think like I was maybe napping or sleeping or whatever. He was sleeping because he actually had COVID too. This guy. It started with him first. So Labor Day weekend, um, I guess maybe it was like before the even weekend started, maybe like Thursday, Friday. Um, and he didn't even tell me because I guess it wasn't it wasn't enough for him to actually acknowledge that he didn't feel that well. But he just had like a scratch in his throat and he had a headache. He didn't think that it could be COVID at all. And we, we went out all Labor Day weekend um, and he seemed to push through either that or he just didn't say that he was feeling really terribly ill which I, I can't imagine him being able to go and do all that and feeling really terrible but he's a man of his own so it's possible but um yeah so by the time like Tuesday came and I told him like how I was feeling he's like I'm I think that you have COVID and he's like you need to get tested and whatever else so my sister ended up, I missed a bunch, but my sister ended up going and getting me a test and she came back later that day and dropped it off for me. And then I, I did test positive for it, right? So Spencer is so good because um, his company, they legally have to pay you uh, if you're out with COVID. And he knew I was in really bad shape. So he was like, I don't know like where I'm gonna fall on the spectrum here, but he's like, if you want, I'll go get tested. And if I test positive, then I can stay home with you. And I was like, yes, please go do that. He wanted me to go. Well, he asked if I wanted to go to the doctor uh, to get tested too. There was no way I was even going to be able to make it out of my bed to try and get anywhere other than where I was to get tested. I was like, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here. I will be here when you get back. It turns out he did test positive. I'm so thankful 
that he was able to stay home. I don't think that I would have been able to be in this house by myself. I was really scared. I'm not going to lie. There were moments that I was really scared. By the time Wednesday came, back to the Wednesday, uh, you know, we we're napping and it's later on in the evening. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try really hard to eat. <laughs> Let me see if I could go and eat this ice cream. So I get up, I go, I get the ice cream out of the freezer. I'm standing at the counter. It took like everything that I had just to even open up the fucking ice cream container. It wasn't even ice cream, it was gelato. So I was like, oh, gelato seems so much more soft and great. I don't know. Um, so I was, you know, opening up the gelato. I took one spoonful. As I was taking the spoonful, I was like, oh, no, this does not seem good. All of a sudden, I got really, like, nauseous, and the world closed in on me, and boom, <laughs> down on the floor. Uh, I had no idea I had passed out until Spencer came and found me on the kitchen floor. And at that moment in time, when I was, like, coming through, it seemed a little bit scary. It was like I had this, like, outer body moment where, like, I saw myself breathing for a second, and it was really a really strange breath right it was like like I was like almost like trying to catch my breath I'm not sure like I can't really explain what it was that I was feeling but I know I woke up in extreme panic and all I heard was him being like you know trying to wake me up and when I woke up all I saw was his face and when Spencer gets panicked that sends me that that puts me in a different place because he's usually the one that's like super strong-minded and very um, doesn't spook easily I guess you would say like he usually can keep his shit together so when I saw he was scared I was like oh my god you know and then of course like waking up in that way like I've passed out before not anything like I mean the last time I think it was when I hurt my when I got my belly button pierced and I ended up falling and, and cracking my face open um, I don't really remember waking up the way that I woke up this time and so whatever it was that happened in this moment sent me in like a fucking anxiety swirl. I was like out of my bird. I, I couldn't even get a grip. I was like sweating uncontrollably. It was really just, you know, I was like in the shower trying to like calm myself down. I was like this is just too much. And then after that like I just couldn't get a grip. I was out of my head. I just couldn't. I couldn't control my mind, I couldn't control my thoughts, I was like just really and mentally just, I felt scared because I felt weak, I felt nervous, I was like oh my god I don't want to go to sleep, am I going to wake up, you know you hear all these complications that go on with COVID, I already felt like completely out of whack and it was only like 24 hours, you know, between the body aches and shivers and all that other stuff like I felt like I was having convulsions uh, at some times and so I just was in a really bad place I had to almost like beg Spencer to take me to the hospital I mean I did beg him to take me to the hospital on Wednesday night because I just I needed like a second to either get some IV or I needed them to check out my head I was like I don't want to have a clot like you know, I'm like thinking all of these different things. I'm like, we, we got to go. And he was, he was kind of upset with me. He's like, you're just, you're in your own head. You just need to calm down. You just need to settle it down. Go lay down. Try and breathe. Just try and go. Just get into bed. I did that for a little while. Maybe I, I like was able to get myself through an hour and a half of, of trying to settle myself down and I just couldn't there was just no way it was gonna happen so he did he ended up taking me to the to the hospital and uh, they did all the tests and everything and they hooked me up to the IV bag and they got me all situated and everything and uh, they were like the one thing just don't do just don't Google anything don't go online don't Google don't look at anything just go stay hydrated self-care for the next couple of days like you're gonna get through it and you're gonna be just fine and I was like okay these fuckers have no idea what they're talking about right now but I was like I'm gonna try really hard and I'm gonna try and get through this so um we were there maybe like a couple hours maybe like four hours or so it was it actually was a really great process I have to say those the, the doctors took really great care of me. It was like we went in, there wasn't anybody in the emergency room. 
uh, went right in. They got me set up in my own personal room, you know, because we had to be quarantined. We weren't allowed to, uh, you know, Spencer wasn't even allowed to come out of the room either. We had to stay where we were. And uh, they took really good care of me. And it was a really quick process. They got me set up and in and out. And it was and it was good, right? So got home Wednesday. Uh, and if it weren't for my dog, Thor, I don't think that I would have made it through some of the nights. The nights were the most difficult of them all for whatever the reason was. I don't know if it was anxiety or if it was just the body chills or shivers or whatever that was, but the amount of shaking and like, um, it really did feel like convulsions that were going on were uncontrollable. There were times where I had to take my dog and put him against and like spoon my dog and kind of try and breathe at his breath pace to try and like relax me. And that's how I slept a lot of the time, trying to like calm myself down when I was going through these spells of overwhelming intensity. Um, if it wasn't for that guy, I'll tell you what, there would have been some really tough times. Oh, here comes the man of the hour. There he is. There he is. Where are you? This guy. Okay, buddy. Be careful, okay? Yeah. Right. Look, there it is! There it is! The Ugh. official COVID test! Yeah. Ugh. She's keeping it. I don't know what to do. I have, like, my I have my emergency bands, and I have my COVID thing. I was thinking about putting, like, it in a little box and putting it in my memory box. Because, you know, I have those. Like, I don't know if you guys do, but I have shoe boxes everywhere full of, like, all sorts of different memory stuff from uh, time or whatever. But, um, wait, hold on. Let me go and, and check and see. Uh, I'm gonna go back up here and before I continue on my story check on some comments and stuff um, Okay, so good morning Thomas Frankie says I don't know how me and Rafi didn't get it yet considering we go to festivals with 40,000 people so you know what Frankie these are one of the things like my entire time that I mean during COVID specifically when the pandemic was actually happening we made the great escape one time in May so we got quarantined in March we officially left our house in May and we traveled down to North Carolina and back up again and then after after that was over some of the other states around us like Pennsylvania and stuff they were continuously in the green category so we actually were allowed to host in the green categories out of the state because everything was like outdoors and with the certain parameters of the property and stuff like that. Um, I'm I'm really surprised that we didn't get it either. Uh, I don't know how we survived all the way up until this point without it. Earlier this year in April, I did get really sick. However, my brother and I called it the 10 pound sickness because uh, it wasn't COVID, I don't believe. Uh, but we did get really, really ill, and a lot of a lot of others around that time was getting really sick too. Um, but it was nothing like this at all. What I had experienced in April, I thought was COVID, but I mean, who knows? Maybe it was. I never tested for it, but it was nothing like I experienced this past week. That's for sure. So I don't know how we didn't either. You know, I I always thought the same exact thing, and truthfully we're swingers we go to fucking swinger parties all the time like there was no way I was gonna continuously test myself on whether or not I had COVID or not everybody's got everybody's a carrier in my opinion everybody can carry it you could even you could even have it and not even know that you have it so the wonkiness of this sickness in my opinion and perspective was all over the board so not that i didn't pay attention to it but i tried not to focus so much on the actual oh my god COVID's out there right okay i know it's there i'm gonna be very naive and i'm gonna just place it out i've recognized and realized over this past week that my naiveness and lack of engagement of real world things is probably a little too light um i don't know if i'm gonna revisit it or not but as a grown-up, like, at almost 40 years old, not really knowing the things that I should be doing to take care of myself in this moment was, like, a little ridiculous. And it's simply because, like, I don't focus on when I get sick. I just, like, whatever, you know? Like, I kind of just, like, go and just do my thing and, and not really worry about anything. So, like, over these past couple of days, like, 
trying to trying to talk to like my my siblings and Spencer and and trying to like get a grip on what I should do. I was like, this is fucking too much. This was out of hand. So Frankie, I'm with you. Like, uh, for all of us that go to events and do all these crazy things, uh, the survival of of not getting it. God bless your soul, and I hope to God that you not that you guys don't get it. Truthfully, um, my taste is actually fine. I have to say, I have not lost. I didn't lose any smell and I didn't lose any sense of taste. I'm not hungry though, at all. Even now, I'm not hungry. When I wake up in the morning, I feel really, really foggy and just really just not strong. So I try and force myself to eat something. Yesterday morning, I drank broth <laughs> with some carrots and celery in it. And uh, by the time like midday came, I was at least able to take a hit off my bong like one small hit to try and get something like I wanted to try and get some sort of um like hunger going and it did it got me to the point where I was able to eat four meatballs <laughs> I ate four meatballs I thought that was really good I was like all right 250 calories okay I got this um you know so it's like I kind of like kept and putting myself on like that it's like all right if you smoke just a little bit you'll be able to get a little bit in you and this morning when I woke up I was like Am I going to be able to do this morning show? Like, I really don't know, but uh, fuck it. You know what? This is the day in our lives, and this is what it is. And so I was like, I can do it. So, you know, I woke up, and my belly was, like, a little bit uneasy. So I tried to drink as much water as I possibly could, and uh, I made some eggs. I was like, great, if you could get some protein in you, try and get some strength going, it will get your, you know, it will get you going a little bit. It doesn't taste the best, but it did it. I ate it, and I, I feel really proud about that. So I'm thankful that I didn't lose taste and smell, though, because that probably would have been so much more annoying dealing with all this than all that. Oh, my God, David, have fun in the Grand Cayman. Take some pictures, man. Good morning, Steven. Good morning, Paul. Kisses to Jim. So Frankie says, I truly believe some people almost have a natural immunity to it, as well as people that only mild symptoms. I'm stumped. Dude. I am blown away that Spencer legit got the slightest bit and then all of a sudden here I am like a fucking train wreck. I like there were moments where I just cried and cried and cried because I was like I can't handle this like I just I'm not going to be able to go another hour like some of the days and, and I'm sitting here today and I'm like oh my god it's only one week ago and that whole week seems like a fucking lifetime like it really seems like a lifetime at one point in time so on Thursday by the time Thursday came um, you know Wednesday night came and we had gotten back from the hospital Spencer must have been like wiped out and just exhausted he ended up falling like right asleep and I just there was no way I was sleeping I was in such I was in such a bad place uh, my dog and I stayed on the couch and by the time I think that maybe we got home around like 4 35 in the morning I was trying real hard to just like chill and just like relax I finally maybe fell asleep around maybe nine o'clock in the morning around 7 a.m. I was like okay it's a normal time for me to start reaching out to to others I have this one really beautiful friend uh, she actually came to the white party. So if you ever, if you've seen my photos from the white event, she's the beautiful uh, lady who has the she's got piercings, she's got tats everywhere, uh, super super sexy. If you look at the photos, you'll know exactly who it is that I'm talking about. She actually was a ER nurse at the actual hospital that I had gone to when COVID started at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and they were inundated in the emergency rooms and stuff like that. She ended up getting COVID and she got it really bad. Unfortunately, she's on permanent disability now because her long-term effects from COVID has really, really messed with her body system. Uh, so she's no longer an ER nurse. However, uh, I did, as soon as I thought it was appropriate to reach out to her in the morning, send her a message. I was like, girl, I'm in trouble. Like, I need your help and I don't know what to do. I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, this is what happened last night. I was like, I just, I can't get a grip. And she was like, she was saying to me how those that have COVID, some severely suffer 
with anxiety that comes with it. She's like, some have reported the amount of anxiety is uncontrollable. She's like, I promise you're gonna be okay. Um, she's like, I'm gonna put together a little care package for you and I'm gonna be at your house in a little while. So after talking with her for some time, like she legit, like she was chatting with me for at least like maybe an hour, going back and forth, just like trying to calm me down and just, you know, going through all the symptoms and going through everything. and and kind of telling me what the pace was going to be and like what next steps are gonna be and just whatever it was that she was doing for me really put me in a place where I was able to kind of close my eyes for a moment and I did. I, I got I got a few hours of sleep, maybe I think like two because I think by the time uh, she had come to the house it was maybe like closer to like 11, 11, 12 o'clock and I had just kind of woken up a little bit prior to that and she ended up bringing me these things are amazing it's called um a liquid iv i think is what it is and there are these little sachets you put them in your water bottle and they are hydration packets and it's almost equivalent to drinking um like eight glasses of water so she's like i'm gonna bring you a bunch of those she's like drink one or two of them a day depending on how you're feeling i'm gonna bring you some volume and they were five milligrams and she's like you know you can cut them in half because she knows i'm not really a pill popper in that kind of way uh even out throughout this entire time i didn't take i didn't take tylenol i didn't take any of that stuff because i get nervous the way that your body is going to interact with it and since i was already in such a fragile state i was like there's no way i'm going to be adding any kind of like medication that can fuck with my body in there so i kind of just was like i, I just can't do it but by the time uh, she brought those volumes over, um, I didn't take it immediately. It probably wasn't until later on in the day where the convulsion started to come on hardcore again. And it was like my body was just uncontrollably shaking. And when that starts, I start to get I started to get like anxiety filled and it just was so overwhelming. I did end up taking a half a volume so I can try and settle down some. And so that did work. It, it calmed me enough where I was able to actually sleep a little bit. And I was like, wow, you know, 2.5 milligrams of a volume, that really did the trick. I didn't think that it was gonna do anything, but it did, it did enough to subside like whatever I had going on and uh, put me at bay. And it was, I was really thankful for that. So between the hydration packets uh, she brought me like immune gummies. She's like, you know, eat three of these a day. Um, and then she was just like, you just eat anything you possibly can. It doesn't matter what it is, how you get it in, just eat as much as you can. Well, that was still an impossible task. I wasn't really eating much at that point in time. I don't even know that I successfully, I think that Spencer was like forcing me to eat lemon chicken soup. You know, you get that Greek soup. It has like, uh, it's delicious really but it was really hard to get down. And I mean, if I had less than a quarter of a cup every single time he was trying to feed it to me, it was not hardly anything to sustain, uh, you know, any kind of healthiness or strength or th anything, that's for sure. But it was really too difficult. Um, the hydration packets, I'm, I like gulped those down immediately and like, you know, I would put them in my, my cup here or whatever and, and only fill it like, you know, this is like a 20, 20 ounce cup. So I would only, you know, fill it like maybe this much and put the hydration packet in it. I scoop, I, I would gulp that down like right away. Cause I was like, okay, if I could get almost eight cups of water or eight cups of whatever this is in, in me, then I have to be in a better place. Right? So I was really thankful for those hydration packets. She said that she actually uses them when uh, she has a hangover or to avoid a hangover for the next the next day. That's why she actually has them. Um, but I, so those packets really did wonders. Um, I think she said you can get them at Walmart or like CVS. She gets them at one of the um, the big box clubs. Like I don't know if you guys have a BJ's or a Sam's Club, Costco, something like that in your area. That's where she gets them from. All of them were really tasty. <laughs> there was like watermelon flavor, there was like lemon ginger, all really great. Uh, and they really did help tremendously. Like I could tell shortly thereafter drinking it that I did feel a little less foggy and I did, I was able to get more water in after I drank those. So those were really helpful. Um, 
Yeah, and then come Thursday, it was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back up to the, before I get to the, um, I just want to go, Amy, how are you? Ashley, good morning, love. Good morning there, Miss Jones. Junebug, uh, it's so great to see everybody. Bill, thank you for being so kind and checking in with me so so frequently. I know I haven't been the best on my messages and everything, but I've been trying uh, to just still kind of take it easy and not push myself uh, too far because I feel like I get exhausted pretty quickly and I just don't want to have a, a you know, go backwards in time. So come Thursday, uh, I don't know, you know, tensions in our household got a little bit um, intense, maybe I would say. Spencer and I ended up getting into small disagreement on Thursday night, just because I guess I was like out of my bird. I don't know. I'm not really sure what was happening, but it got like a little bit hectic for a second. And um, I just remember being like, this is not the time for us to be fighting. And at that second when we did start to fight I think I started to get some anxiety swirl again and I don't know if it was the anxiety if it was the intensity of just feeling upset or overwhelmed or whatever I'm not entirely sure but those convulsions started in again and I was like this is just too fucking much as a Spencer I was like we cannot we can't have any disagreements throughout this entire time like we just need to like Whatever we're both feeling is just, we need to like wash it away because this is just too much. Like my body can't handle the intensity, the aggravation, uh, you know, my blood pressure was like, right, I, like the whole thing was just a mess. So we ended up coming into bed and like he was trying to like calm me down and like settle the convulsions and just like really try and put my body at ease. It was not working. So he's a smart cookie. He decided that the best thing for us to do was to have booty, which actually really did work. Um, after a few minutes of him like kind of caressing and, and you know, putting my body at some sort of peace, um, the booty really did help. Maybe it was the vibrator, I don't know. Uh, you know, the vibrator really worked. I actually used my vibrator on Wednesday when we got home from the hospital because I was like, all right, well maybe uh, the vibrations through my body will help settle it down and keep the convulsions at bay. I figured if I can refocus, uh, you know, my energy into somewhere else, it won't be as intense. <laughs> um, yeah, it worked for like a second, but not really. But on Thursday night, uh, we had a pretty, pretty good booty session and I wanna say it lasted for a while too. So it really did distract me. And uh, I think it really did put me to sleep, which was really good. Um, come Friday and like through the weekend and everything, every, every day got a little bit better. Every day was still a little bit, well, I ended up having to take the anxiety medicine um, on Thursday. I, well, maybe it didn't really work because we had booty and then I ended up like waking up a little bit while, a little bit after that I woke up and then I just like, I couldn't sleep. And so at that point in time, like I started to have like those like convulsions again. So I did end up taking the, um, the Valium at that time and went back to bed. And I think that's what ended up making me sleep through the night now that I remember. Um, but yeah, so the days after that, I don't honestly really know what's been going on except for trying to just like sleep and rest and eat and sleep and this and that. And I was just like, oh my God. I was so thankful that Spencer really was able to stay home with me though, because I don't think that I would have been able, I wouldn't have been able to be here by myself throughout that entire time. Like I was way too scared, uh, just really just like out of my mind, uh, really disoriented, a lot of different things. Um, you know, my brother is so good because he's trying to talk me off the ledge, my sister too, you know, and they're, they're reminding me of how bad my dad got COVID and even my sister. So all of us have all gotten different variations of COVID itself. My sister, I think, got it. Maybe my dad got it the worst, the worst, and then my sister got it like second worst, and then my brother, and then me. Um, I've kind of gone through like a lot of the different symptoms. My brother didn't go through, like I ended up maybe like a day, two or day, two days ago or three days ago or something, I ended up starting to get like a cough and some just like congestion and stuff. My brother never got that. He just had 
where he had like the chills and you know the fever and just like really not good um he just was like not in a great place but not all of the symptoms my sister was like on her deathbed my sister had it for a really long time and then my dad my dad was saying how he had to go on prednisone for like two and a half months now i don't know what the fuck a prednisone was for but uh yesterday he kind of like freaked me out some because he was like you know just take it easy because it could come back and I was like, don't say that. Don't tell me that this is going to come back. Like, I can't, I can't go through another week of it like this. So, like, I feel like I don't ever want to come out of my house. <laughs> I feel like I want to just, like, hibernate for a while because this was fucked up. So, yeah, for those of you that have had it so much more extreme than what I experienced, for even for those that had it longer than I, I did, like, I don't envy you at all. And I'm so thankful that you're here to tell the tale because this shit is fucked up. I've never seen a sickness that can go through so many different humans in so many different ways and be so unpredictable. That's really what I felt like. I felt like every day I was waking up to like Russian roulette, like not knowing what it was going to be for the day and uh, not really fun at all uh, by any means. Like... And I still feel like it's going to take me some days to be able to, like, get back to, like, a normal place. Like, I don't feel comfortable to drive right now. I'm certainly not getting behind a wheel. Like, my brain's way too not clear to even think about anything. That's so how I was, like, trying to figure out, I'm like, am I going to be able to do the morning show? Then I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to put on a specific um, topic or anything. Like, we're just going to shoot the shit. We're just going to catch up, we're just going to regroup, and we're going to slowly gain our traction back, which has been nice. You know, over the last, like, 24 hours, I kind of got myself back on TikTok, you know, kind of doing some <laughs> some other things. Uh, so that makes me feel better that I'm like, all right, we're moving in a better direction and uh, feeling a little bit stronger, and at least you want to be part of the world right now. So that, to me, is, like, a huge win. <laughs> That's what I would say. And I don't know, I guess, I guess that's like the COVID experience for now. It's not, not fucking fantastic by any means. Good morning, Miss Wendy. Ah, oh, Cherie, how are you? Yeah, oh my God. I'm, I'm so thankful that I am starting to feel so much better too. Um, I can't wait until, you know, maybe next week when we're past this week and hopefully feel like maybe 100% better. Um, because I do have so many topics to go through over this time period Y'all have submitted so many different subject matters to me on The uh, for the show that we need to get to I have a lot of discussion threads going on in the private group um, There's a lot of different conversations going on. Uh, I don't even know what they all are I would have to get out my notebook and, and see but uh, we do have a lot of shows and a lot of different kind of conversations coming up in the future um, so I would say it's, it's not going to start this week because I am going to resume the mini series with Miss Lady starting on Thursday. And then, you know, on Tuesdays will be the new talking topic or whatever it is. So that's kind of like where we're at. I'd love to know how you guys are, uh, now that I've shared like all of my, my craziness and my experiences with you. Um, stop in, say hello. Uh, and then we'll let it ride for just a few minutes and then after that I'm probably gonna hang up so I can kind of Just be easy and not really uh, Struggle too much. The other thing is too is that you know, I've been a little bit behind on my uh, boutique orders um, I have tried to message Everybody that's placed an order to say I'm really sorry about the delay um, You know, I'm not able to get the packages out yesterday i did accomplish sending out four orders which i thought was like a really good um you know like progress <laughs> but i really have a lot of work to do so i'm hoping that maybe by this afternoon i get some like clarity and kind of get back out there because that's one of the things i'm a little bit nervous about also is that since i'm not really like thinking clearly a lot of the time i don't want to fuck up what I'm sending out so I feel really nervous uh, and uncomfortable about that too but I also don't want people to be upset with me that the orders are taking forever to get to them so you know trying to to balance out the business side of things and staying in a healthy mindset has definitely been a little bit conflicting 
uh, but I do hope that the world is understanding that you know you can't really you can't really control what's going on here so with that being said uh, I appreciate everybody that's supported and just have thought about me and have checked in and just all sorts of different things it really just shows the strength and love within the community on how much you guys all really care about myself just each other it's just a really wonderful thing to see that in the down moments we can all come together and still try and find a way to make others happy and that's what you guys did for me uh, and I'm really thankful for for all of it and uh, yeah it's just been a really fucking wild ride not fun at all <laughs> no bueno not 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 Sam says my wife had lasting effects from COVID for like a month she was only sick for a few days though Ooh, yikes that's see that's what I'm afraid of like I'm afraid my sister said that her effects took almost over a month for her to gain like almost full clarity and you know get herself back going the thing is though and we were trying to like figure it out so when my sister had gotten COVID she was actually in the process of having to pack up her house because they were in the process of they were getting ready to sell the house so she wasn't sure she ended up like overdoing it because on the days that she felt like she was feeling better she would go and just like pack like crazy and I think that that set her back a bunch which is what I'm trying not to do and so like that's what I'm trying like when I feel like I feel a little loopy it's like or it's time to just like lay down or I've been eating a lot of bananas I don't even really like I mean I do like bananas but I don't like bananas enough to eat and as many bananas as I've been eating I feel like the bananas were like soft on my belly but also maybe like the sugar or the sweetness was kind of like helping uh, offset some of the like jitters and stuff like that so bananas really were really great uh, I don't have any more but I so I've been trying to eat all sorts of other stuff that I could find but Ugh, fucking disaster I I really do hope that uh, it goes quick and you know like I don't have like lingering effects forever thankfully if I really need to go somewhere I can walk there but then like even yesterday I was thinking I was like all right you know I really I need to go to CVS like there was something I need to get from CVS and I was like what am I gonna do here I normally do like a shipped drop-off to my house but I didn't really want to like do a ship shop for for what I need and I'm thinking to myself I'm like am I gonna go like walk there I was like I'm not, I'm not even gonna be able to make it up my driveway let alone walk to fucking CVS like are you crazy what are you talking about like sometimes like my brain goes in all these like silly directions and I'm just like Mrah. thankfully I don't need CVS anymore and I'm I'm past whatever I was like looking for so I feel happy about that but yeah, I, I hope to God that there's not much lingering. Uh, I also am in a very fortunate state, I guess, that I don't really have to go anywhere, you know, and, you know, Spencer Spencer's the one that has to leave the house. I know yesterday um, he was feeling a little bit foggy himself, so he must have had some sort of, like, lingering uh, side effects, or he must have had something. I, I don't really know, like that's the difference between he and I and that's where like some of our struggles kind of came in on on Thursday night because he's such a strong individual and he doesn't let anything really bother him and you know the show must go on you know so for him he's thinking you know all right I don't feel good it's Labor Day weekend like I'm still gonna go and do my thing not thinking anything of it not thinking that he had COVID but just knowing that he maybe slightly didn't feel well you know it's Labor Day weekend we're gonna go out we're gonna have fun we're gonna do this but I'm not that way right like I'm not going to like force myself to go and do something because uh, you know the show must go on now I'm not doing that you know like and so he and I like differ in that way so I don't necessarily think that he understood all of what it was that I was going through and some I took it as I was being weak and childish and maybe not great which kind of pissed me off some because it's like you know good for you I'm glad that you didn't suffer any of these things I'm glad that you didn't have to experience any of this 
But for you to judge me and come down on me that I'm, like, weak or, like, not strong enough or, or whatever the fuck it is that you think is going on here, you can go fuck yourself because that's really messed up, right? And so he and I have those debates, like, all the time. He doesn't necessarily understand, like, the anxiety either. Now, listen, I don't get anxiety often. There are times, though, that it does come on heavily. As we mentioned a couple weeks ago, when my mother was in town, she really, she's very intense for my siblings and I. And so whatever was going on there, the extreme everything, like that gave me anxiety. So in that particular case, that was probably one of the first times in a really long time that, uh, you know, aside from like the music that like kind of sends me into a swirl that he knows does that but from an actual like mind thing like it's not like I wake up every day and I'm like oh my god I can't get through my day because I have anxiety it's not that and I'm not judging anybody uh, that that deals with that I'm just saying like he doesn't understand when it comes on why it comes on and how to settle it down and then he just gets like kind of like fresh sort of and it's like dude just because you don't experience it and because you don't understand doesn't mean that you get to judge and you know make someone else feel bad because they don't they're not what you think that they should be at this moment in time excuse me and so very frustrating when others don't understand what it is that you're going through and so that kind of like put a little bit of a you know hiccup between the two of us because it's like you know if I need you it's I need you in full capacity and not judgment, right? And so you gotta go to those that make you feel comforted and you have to go to those that are gonna make you feel settled. And so that was probably some of our discrepancy also because since he made me feel a certain way, you know, I kind of retracted and I was relying on like my siblings to kind of talk me off the edge some because he just didn't understand where I was. So there was a lot of like ups and downs and different flows that were going on this week that really are challenging and I'm really thankful that he is so strong and that he does have a mindset that he can overcome I guess whatever he wants to uh, not everybody can do that you know and certainly not at all times you know maybe I can do it more so than other times certainly not this week there was no way I was going to be able to out you know overcome my own mind like I was trying so hard and no matter what I did and how I tried I mean I was chewing gum I was like I said I was like I was breathing with my dog like I was doing everything I possibly could to try and keep myself in a very non-anxiety filled space but I think that that fucking COVID just swirls you into anxiety I I think that that's very true and so when my friend said that that's what happens I was like I believe it because this shit's fucked up and it just comes like so strong like so strong between the convulsions and the body sweats and then the anxiety it's like your body's in such a disarray that you don't even know how to try and gain control back a very bizarre type of feeling overall you know I haven't even thinking about like trying to go back to the gym I was like I don't even know when I'm gonna feel comfortable enough to go to the gym like maybe I'll go walk on the treadmill like I'm not entirely sure like I, I feel like mm, I need to have super super clarity in my brain before I even try and do anything in real life <laughs> that's how I feel but um so Frankie says you're a small business not Walmart so I'm sure everyone will cut you a break well thank you for saying that it's very reassuring I do really appreciate that I do hope so too um, so he says, I'm bipolar, and I'm trying to explain how I'm feeling during episodes is impossible because it's so hard to understand for people. So in, in one of my swirls, Frankie, so this is my struggle. I've said it so many times. Forever, my mom said that she's bipolar. After maybe like this past year, she's gone through some different revelations, and I don't know her mindset's like really strange right and she feels that she's not bipolar anymore and she feels that all of her issues stemmed from like my stepdad and, and different things and my stepdad's not here anymore my stepdad passed away a couple years ago 
And so, just recently, in the time period that she was here, I honest to God feel like she was in a bipolar episode. And I say that because I can map out what happens when she goes into one of her episodes. And it's very clear to watch and you can you can navigate every step of the way on what's going to happen. Where I feel really bad and after this week was over, I needed, I sort of had, um, maybe you should apologize moment to your mother because I get so frustrated with her when she goes into these emotional swirls. We know that she's in an emotional swirl. We know that she's in an episode. In those times that you're in an episode, I say to her, you gotta get a grip. You need to breathe. You need to go and eat. <laughs> you need to go and hydrate. You need to go and do all these different things to get yourself back into a healthy state of mind. But she can't, right? And she just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes until she gets to this point where it's, it's very out of control. Well, during this time period of last, this whole, you know, while I'm experiencing all these COVID things, this is what I'm replaying in my brain. I'm replaying how mean I kind of was to my mom because I'm just like, get a fucking grip, you know, stop. Like, because when she goes into a swirl, she swirls it on all of us. It's not like she's just in her own little episode. She lashes out and she's really, really mean, disrespectful and detrimental to my brother, my sister, and I's health. And that's where it becomes an issue. That's where I can't, I can't support her anymore. When she switches over and she goes into that part of the episode is when I am like, bitch, you better fucking figure the fuck out because this is unacceptable. It's one thing if you wanna be in an anxiety swirl and you're a thing, whatever. It's another thing to come at us so hardcore and like blame us for the world and, and all these other things, that's not the responsibility of your children. And so while her episodes are going on and this is what's going on, this is my behavior towards her. And it's very aggressive and it's so mean. And it's, honestly, it broke my heart thinking about it this past week. And I don't know if it was because I was so overly emotional or I just recognized how much empathy and how much more open-minded I really need to be with others. You know, I sit here every day saying we need to be our best selves. You need to be completely open-minded. We need to accept everybody for who they are. All these different things that I preach and, and share and whatever. And when I was like reflecting back on myself and my behaviors, I'm like, I don't know that you're living up to your best self. And uh, I kind of got like a little bit sad and discouraged with myself for a second. I'm like, you gotta do better. You need to apologize. There's a lot of different things that ended up going through my mind over this past week in these moments of being really overwhelmed and not in my straight brain that um, I felt really just, really just disappointed in myself probably. Good learnings, <laughs> you know, good takeaways, some self-reflection, you know, and the hardest moments of your days is when they say that you find your most, you know, largest learnings. And so if out of this entire situation that, you know, I just went through taught me that I need to be more open-minded and I need to have more empathy and, and kind of change, you know, some of my reaction levels and, and different things, then you know what, I'm going to keep that as a positive and I'm going to run with that and I'm going to try and be better. And I'm going to try and do better uh, because I don't want anybody to ever feel in those moments when I was struggling this past week where you have nowhere to go and no one to turn to and you don't know how to get help because uh, people just don't understand. And so a lot, a lot went on in my, in my, my, my mind. And so Frankie, I understand it's really difficult for you to be able to try and explain what's happening when it's happening because... I don't really think that those that deal with an episode understand how deep into it that they are until they're out of it. You know, like from the outside in, we can see how much it's spiraling and how fast it's going down. But as the individual that's experiencing it, I don't think that 
you can really get the concept of how intense it's getting and how quickly it's happening until a couple days, a couple hours, whatever it is that you subside and you're able to self-reflect and kind of take a minute and be like, okay, you know, I get it. My mom ended up having to come to me, uh, you know, after that entire situation that we went through and she was like, you were right. You know, I was way too emotional. I was this, that, and the other thing and I just need to do this. And, you know, it's like, I need to eat. I need to do this. And, and it's like, yes, I know. And I understand. And I'm really glad that you were able to recognize that that's where you're at right now and get yourself back into, you know, a better place. So I understand completely the difficulties that you could be experiencing and, or even your family could be experiencing because that shit's really tough. It's very, very difficult. So that's how I feel for my COVID. <laughs> I hope that um, all of you survive it and I hope that um, you have the best day because I'm probably gonna hang up now. It has been almost an hour. Uh, so I feel really proud that we accomplished the morning show this morning. It was like a super solid win. Um, like I said, we are going to have many topics coming up over the next couple of weeks. A lot of big things happening with the Mizzy Bender brand also that I'm really excited about. So I do hope that you guys stay tuned, uh, you know, stay on for the ride. And then once Thursday comes, we'll be back to the mini series with Miss Lady. We're really starting to get into the turning point of who she is as an individual. For those of you that have been watching thus far, um, she's kind of taken us through a journey of where and how Miss Lady began. And honestly, it's such an important, it's an important show for us to do because, you know, one of the things that I really stand behind on the show is being our true transparent selves, right? showing the world that we all individually deal with different issues and that we're all really trying to self-improve on different ways but we all have different kinds of obstacles that really hinder who we are and how we proceed with our lives and her story is a really powerful story she has a lot of ups and downs she's experienced a lot of different things that many of us have never experienced in our lives so for her to be as transparent as she is, I do really, really appreciate it. Uh, and there's the next shows that are coming up are, there are some really, really some personal, um, I don't even know the right way to say it, uh, some heavy, it's very heavy is what it is. Uh, and so you gotta stay, stick, stick, you know, stick with us. And, and listen to the entire journey and, and watch her flourish and become the person that she is today because, you know, as figures in a community, when you're trying to stand up and say, you know what, this is what I represent, but being conflicted on what you represent at times because you think that you're supposed to be a certain way or behave a certain way makes us confused, you know? And she was definitely going through that for some time. So now that you, so now that she's mapping out how she's finding her way, how she's restructuring her business, how she's restructuring her own self, uh, exploring sexuality, different things, um, why she is the way that she is from a sexual standpoint. There's so many different uh, conversations that we have leading into the build of who she is. There's a very, it's it's really intriguing. And for her and I to have such a, a beautiful relationship that's flourished through it uh, on so many different levels, because it's not just, you know, girlfriend levels, it's, you know, best friends, it's business partners, it's just, there's all sorts of different levels and dynamics, and you'll see that and hear it as she tells her story through the different times that her and I have been together for, uh, leading up to, of course, the reason why we were doing the, the little series is because we were tr trying to get to the point of where we had the most explosive uh, foursome weekend. Uh, but before we got to that point, we needed to share so much before that uh, because the foursome activity really, really needs to have some kind of um, upfront information provided to it to you so you're not super confused at the end of it. Um, and it's really, really great. So that's what's going to be continuing in on, on Thursday. Don't forget 
for those of you that are contributing to the morning show, the Nizzy Monthly Madness giveaway is going to be this beautiful little tumbler. It does come with the straw and a cleaner. I just don't have that out. I promise I'll wash it and it will be cootie free when uh, it gets sent to you. I am a bit behind on sending out uh, the mind bender of the month and last month's winner, uh, but I promise you we'll get to it. Uh, you know, maybe towards the end of this week and get those rewards and prizes out. Um, and for those of you that are watching, don't forget October 29th, we are going to be back in Rhode Island for our Halloween event. We are having a costume contest. It is going to be best couple, sexiest, and most creative. All of which are prizes from our sponsors, which is SDC, One Condoms, Spunk Loop, Nizzy's Boutique, and Naughty Indulgence. So... Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon.